Good afternoon, folks. This is Chris Burrows, VP of Government Affairs for TIA, and welcome to Episode 3 of the Advocacy Insight Podcast, recorded exclusively for TIA members. On today's podcast, I'm going to cover the Surface Transportation Reauthorization Bill and the House of Representatives' markup of their version of the bill, the INVEST Act, which took place last week virtually. The House markup was a two-day marathon virtual event with a few technical difficulties, but overall the process was completed and hundreds of amendments were filed to, the, to amend the base text. I applaud the House for taking the step in the right direction to address our nation's infrastructure and transportation needs. While this bill is not perfect, the FAST Act, which is the current reauthorization infrastructure package, is set to expire on September 30th, 2020 of this year. An inability to pass reauthorization language would continue to take us a step back further and fixing our crumbling roads and bridges. Before I speak about some of the specifics of the INVEST Act, let's go back a year and examine the Senate Environment and Public Works, or also known as EPW's, legislation that was unanimously approved out of committee in 2019. The Americans Transportation Infrastructure Act of 2019 authorizes $287 billion over five years, including $259 billion for formula programs to maintain and repair America's roads and bridges. This total represents an increase over 27% from the funding levels that were included in the FAST Act. The Act was the first transportation bill passed out of committee with a green title that sets up formulas and competitive grants for resiliency projects, reducing carbon emissions, alternative fuel infrastructure grants, and other carbon reductions initiatives. This does not mean that the Senate has done their part just yet, as the Senate has four committees of jurisdiction over the surface transportation reauthorization issue. The Senate EPW Committee oversees public works, projects like roads, bridges, dams, etc. The Senate Commerce Committee oversees truck safety and oversight of the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, or FMCSA. The Senate Banking Committee oversees transit, and the Senate Finance Committee plays a ma- major role in terms of figuring out how much how they're going to pay for this. With all that being said, the Senate is only about tw- well, but not about, but is about 25% done with their surface transportation bill with just about three months left before expiration. So they still have a lot to work left to do. Back to the House. The Invest Act is also a five-year bill, where the price tag is jacked up to $494 billion versus the 287 the Senate proposed. This figure is also short of President Trump's call for a $1 trillion package. This legislation was coined uh, by the Republicans as the Democrats' our way or the highway bill because there was minimum input from Republicans on the development of this legislation. There are certain advantages to being the majority, and this is one of them. With all that being said, when I was a staffer on the House TNI Committee working for Chairman Don Young from Alaska, it was a different time on Capitol Hill. During the development of the Safety Lou Bill, uh, Chairman Young and Ranking Member Oberstar worked together to craft a bipartisan piece of legislation that both parties supported and pushed across the finish line. This was done in a time of congressional earmarks, which is not a bad word, I don't care what you hear about in the press. It allowed members of Congress to bring home money to their districts and allowed the legislative process to move forward. When Republicans outlawed earmarks in 2011, it effectively shut down the legislative procedure and removed the reason for both parties to work together. This was a huge mistake, in my opinion, uh, that put in place a system where a government bureaucrat gets to decide where those funds are allocated and not the member of Congress who is elected to represent that district. All right, all right, I'm off my soapbox. Back to the Invest Act. Chairman DeFazio on a recent Zoom call with members of the TI Board of Directors noted that he included language to support brokers to change the way the motor carriers are given a safety rating and move forward with a new safety fitness determination. TIA fully supported 
the, the safety fitness determination uh, rulemaking that President Obama put out towards the end of his second term that would have done very, something very similar. And we fully supported the inclusion of this provision in the Invest Act and thank the chairman for his comments during the markup on the huge liability concerns for brokers that exist based on the confusion and unfounded CSA data that exists out there. The, the Invest Act was obviously passed through committee uh, on, on partisan lines, as expected. Um, the House plans to bring the Surface Transportation Reauthorization uh, Bill to the floor before the July 4th recess. Uh, you know, the, the House Rules Committee, which kind of sets all the procedures and it sets the rules in terms of how many amendments can be offered and what the process of that look like, uh, is actually meeting uh, this, this Monday uh, to figure out all of those details. The Invest Act will, will be included in a larger package that includes a bills, bill out of the Ways and Means Committee, who's responsible for finding the funding solution on the House side, in addition to a portion from the House Energy and Commerce Committee related to personal vehicle safety. The question about funding overall mostly remains unanswered. Uh, there were some talks about some, some uh, government bonds being put in place to help pay for this. And obviously the, the question uh, and unanswered questions about funding will certainly dominate the discussion moving forward. While I would handicap Congress getting a surface transportation bill done, this Congress at about 40% chance it happens, this will ultimately be the groundwork for future negotiations unless the 2020 elections change the balance of power in the Senate from Republican to Democrat or President Trump is not reelected, which certainly affects this moving forward. The reality on large spending packages, either one of two things will happen. Uh, one, there is little to no hope that something gets done before the election and before the expiration date on September 30th, 2020. Uh, which does happen, which would then require Congress to move forward with, you know, a, a um, an extension of the current funding levels, an extension of the bill. Or Congress either kicks it into high gear and passes something at the 11th half hour, uh, which has happened quite a bit. It's happened with the last couple of transportation, uh, service transportation bills that have come forward. And, um, you know, I personally think that Chairman DeFazio, who has waited many, many years to become chairman of the House T&I Committee, will work as hard as possible to get this bill through Congress and provide a much-needed stimulus to the American economy by creating hundreds of thousands of jobs and finally take a step in the right direction to shore up the Highway Trust Fund and our nation's crumbling infrastructure. Again, we thank you so much for your membership and leadership during these tumultuous times. If you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to contact Scott or me. Stay safe out there. This is your association, and this is your voice.